Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Well, I've got a good word for you this morning and I've entitled my message this morning, Unity in the Move of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I want you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Amos chapter 3 and verse 3. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? And I declare today the time has come where God is going to walk in the midst of his people in power and might. Hallelujah. In perfect agreement. So this morning we want to focus on unity, and the unity of the Spirit is the sweetest fellowship this side of heaven. Hallelujah. It's a manifestation of the glory of God. The unity of the Spirit is such a different spirit to the world because the spirit of the world is self-seeking, critical, unfaithful. But thank God he's separating us into the unity of his church, which is in a spirit of glory, a spirit of holiness, hallelujah, and great unity. The manifest glory in the church of Jesus brings humility, brings love, it brings unselfishness. It's amazing when you see a move of God, how at the foot of the cross, everybody just becomes one. Nobody has ought to themselves. The Bible says in the book of Acts, when the move of God came, men counted nothing for themselves. But they started giving to God all the glory and yielding in a beautiful spirit of humility one towards another. The spirit of pride of this world has no part in the move of God. Somebody say amen. And saints, we're about to enter the mightiest move of the Holy Ghost, the mightiest move of, of salvation, the mightiest revival that the earth has ever seen. And I want you to know it's by a different spirit. It's by the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that where there is unity, God commands the blessing. This morning, I'm releasing by faith a mighty spirit of unity that's going to destroy every yoke and break every division in the name of Jesus. This move of unity is even going to break division in family between brothers and sisters and children, their parents and fathers and mothers and husbands and wives. A spirit of unity that destroys the yoke and establishes the kingdom. Hallelujah. There's a mighty glory in unity. You know, a divine unity exists in the Godhead. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in complete unity. It's the place of glory. The Spirit of glory brings unity. 
because it's his spirit manifesting. In fact, when Jesus prayed, I believe he prayed for the end time church in John 17. When he spoke of what the glory will do, we have never seen the kind of unity that's about to sweep the church. In John 17 verse 22, Jesus says, And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. Come on, lift your hands and just receive the spirit of glory. Welcome the spirit of glory. Jesus said he has given us that glory so that we may be one. And he says, I in them and they that they may be perfect in one. And that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. This is part of the end time move of God. He says when this glory comes, the kind of unity, the spirit of unity is the spirit of glory that will cause all the world to know that he is God. Hallelujah. In Psalm 133, that well-known psalm, we read about the blessing of unity. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head. Unity attracts the anointing. It's like the precious oil running down the beard. The beard of Aaron running down to the edge of his garments. The kind of unity that makes all one. There isn't those that are, they say, the clergy. They're the higher up. And then you get the next echelon. No, it runs down the beard, down to the very edge of the garment. And it causes a unity of faith. Somebody say hallelujah. Running down the edge. It is like the Jew of Hermon. Of Hermon. Unity brings refreshing. Hallelujah. Descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. As I was preparing and praying about this, the Spirit of God said to me, we are entering a season of the commanded blessing. From the moment the church steps into the glory of the unity of the faith, the angels of God will be active. Hallelujah. Bringing the commanded blessing. I'm speaking about the commanded blessing. Not just a few things. Everything that God has spoken from the beginning as the alpha till the end as the omega. A fullness of the blessing on the house of God. He said even life forevermore. We can see the power of unity. The, the Bible shows us in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis 11 verse 6. How the people on the earth joined together and they said, come, let us build a tower. And they were in unity. They had one purpose. And it says in Genesis eleven six, and the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. 
And now, nothing that they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. I declare the power of a supernatural unity coming on the church where nothing that we have imagined to do shall be impossible. I prophesy stadiums filled with great crusades for the glory of God. Somebody say, hallelujah. Nothing that they have imagined. Unity is so powerful. Because it brings the glory of God. The church's unity will make us unstoppable. Cause us to rise mightily. To a place where miracles happen regularly. Oh, I like that. Regular miracles. Somebody say regular miracles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who carry the spirit of unity will live in the impossible. Impossible restorations, impossible restitutions, reclaiming of generational wealth. I declare in Jesus' name, you shall possess the double. Hallelujah. For all those who work and carry a spirit of unity, we will experience the glory of God in its full dimension. The impossible is the gift of working of miracles. Hallelujah. Now there are seven things that bring unity. I'll just go through them very quickly. Number one, persecution and difficulty. Tough times causes people to realize I'm not an island. I need others in my life. Hallelujah. Number two, unselfishness and self-sacrificial giving of yourself. Putting others' needs above yours. Care for others. Even if you hurt, you still bless. Is that what Jesus said? When you bless those who curse you, when you love those who persecute you, when you give to those who take from you. Hallelujah. Can you say unselfishness? Number three, dependable and faithful spirit. Those who are steadfast causes others to be able to rely on them. Number four, those who serve and work in the church. The Bible says the body of Christ is compacted together and joined by that which every member supplies. Come on, lift your hand, says, my work in the church, my giving in the church, my participation in the church brings a spirit of unity. Hallelujah. Number five, those who pray for, bless and encourage and exhort one another bring unity. They build unity because they fight for one another, not against one another. Remember who your enemy is. It's not flesh and blood. It's spirits of wickedness. Hallelujah. If you see your brother overtaken, rebuke the devil behind them. Somebody say amen. Number six, unity of purpose. A church who's joined in the purpose of God, which is what? To win the lost, a soul-winning church is a 
place where the spirit of unity manifests. And people are busy with the kingdom, not with one another. You know, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, if you want to make an enemy for yourself, lie on your neighbor's doorstep. Looking into their eyes. You know, busy, busy, busy with people. Come on. It's not busy bodies that brings unity. It's busy with the work of the kingdom. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, make these hands busy with the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Unity of purpose. A people who do not break ranks. A people who understand that we are here to win the lost and make disciples of them. Number seven, what brings unity? Revelation from God. Hearing from God. Because a people who are interested in the purpose of God does not pursue the purpose of the flesh. Hallelujah. A people who hear God are ready to fulfill His call. Because they're not hearing man, they're hearing God. Hallelujah. What breaks unity? Firstly, selfishness, pursuing the world. People whose interests are elsewhere, that interest will draw you away from the purpose of God. Ulterior motives. People who can't work with people. It's amazing how many of those are around. I heard somebody say, I love the church, just the people I can't stand. But we must learn to work with all kinds of people. Someone said, just give me my kind of people. You will never bring unity. A people who bring unity can work with all people. They can span the bridge. They can reach into how other people think. And reconcile them. Somebody say amen. amen. What else breaks unity? A people who are un unwilling to sacrifice, build and give of their time. They're too busy. Gossip and tailbearing. People criticizing and finding fault. I want you to know God hates that with a passion. In fact, He says there's things, six things He hates and seven that's an abomination to God. Why? Because when people start getting all involved with one another, you, me, why did sister so and so? Why did brother so? You're stopping the move of God. You are stopping salvation, going to the nations. Amen. Psalm, uh, Proverbs 16 verse 16 says, These things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to Him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies. And one who sows discord among brethren. I tell you what, we are a church that's going to usher in the spirit of unity and glory. Like the earth has never seen somebody say hallelujah. There are seven characteristics of people who have a spirit of unity that you can check yourself, do I act like this? 
Seven characteristics. Number one, humility. They are not easily offended. Number two, endurance. They're able to endure a lot, but still bless, still give. God give us endurance. A people who can restore no matter what. Number three, honor, appreciation, and a willingness to encourage others. Those who honor their leaders, those who honor the church, honor the elders, honor those who serve, honor one another. A spirit of honor brings unity. Number four, the peacemakers. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Come on, sons of God, raise your hands and say, thank you, Father. You've anointed me as a peacemaker. Those of you watching by, by YouTube, come on, raise your hand, say, thank you, Father. You've anointed me to bring unity as a peacemaker. Those watching by, by Facebook, those in Wentworth and in Finland and the Bluff, lift your hand, say, Father, thank you. You've anointed me to bring unity as a peacemaker. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is not a spirit of strife. The Holy Spirit will never motivate you to expose a brother. So I say, well, who's going to? The Bible says if you see some, a brother taking over fault, you go to him. Can I say that again? The Bible says you see your brother overtaking a fault, you go to him. People think it means you go to Facebook and expose them. Shame on you. You go to them and restore them in a spirit. If you have not spoken to a person one-on-one and prayed with them, you have no right to voice your stinky opinion. Amen. Amen. You say, well, I've got rights. Yes. You got the right to remain silent. You got the right to pray. You got the right to restore such an one. These privileges have the saints. Amen. Hallelujah. Number five, the characteristics of people who have a spirit of unity. They are forgiving and willing to suffer wrongs for the sake of the body of Christ. Number six, kindness and patience mark their every move. And they are willing to wait on God. They understand. You see, a spirit of kindness and patience understands that no matter what anybody does against me, they, they can take nothing from me. I cannot be harmed because I am blessed, because my Father watches over me. And even if they manage to take something, sevenfold shall come back to me because I'm the blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Final characteristic, their love restores backsliders. Hallelujah. They're able to reach out and love, love the unlovable. Do you know there are people that left our church because I refuse to judge people? 
Oh, pastor, you can see what that person's doing wrong. Why don't you expose them? Love covers. You know what I do for them? I pray for them. Amen. I pray for them because by the grace of God, I was there. Come on, you self-righteous lot. You know, we in this church and everybody should be right. No. How did you get here, you ugly thing? Amen. Who made you righteous? Amen. What kind of sins were you forgiven? What kind of damage did you do in your life? Amen. It's a spirit of love. Somebody say the spirit of love restores. Hallelujah. I was saying to my wife the other day, isn't it sad how many people get offended and leave? If I count, Brother Nati, you were with us since we were in Berea Road days. If all those people were still part of the church, we'd be filling the Moses Mabida stadiums by now. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Amen. Come on, somebody say, I'm sticking it out. I'm staying where I are. I'm not allowing the enemy to move me. Amen. If problems move you, you will be forever moved. Hello. Man, that's a good saying. If problems move you, you will be forever moved. You'll be a rolling stone. My papa was a rolling stone. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wherever he was offended, he was moved. He put no roots down. He built nothing. But in the end, he was saved as one saved through the fire. I don't know about you, but I'm yet to put my roots down. I'm yet to be a pillar in the house of God. I'm yet to establish the kingdom. Somebody say amen. Nobody will move me out of my purpose. To build the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Man, I like that. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say glory. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, man, I feel Southern Gospel coming on here this morning. Come on, those of you in Wentworth, say hallelujah. Come on, Finlands, I want you to say glory, glory, glory. Come on, Bluff, glory to the Lord. I can feel the anointing of the glory of God in this place. Hallelujah. Come on, those of you watching on YouTube and live stream, look at your neighbors and say, glory, glory, glory. Amen. I can sense the spirit of the unity of the glory of God in the house. Hallelujah. Finally, I want to close with the blessings of unity. Those who have a a spirit of unity, number one, a part of the entire move of God because like wise virgins, they fill their lamps with oil. Number two, their ears are sharp to hear the voice of the spirit and not the voice of criticism. They can hear clearly. Number three, they walk in unity with the heavenly blessing because their hands are on the plow. 
people in unity are busy with the kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four, they are entrusted with prophetic insights. They are entrusted with restoration of those who are busy falling by the wayside because they learned how to keep their mouths and how to stay honorable before God. Hallelujah. Many people say, Lord, give me a spirit of discernment. You'll never get it. Because the spirit of gossip will never receive the spirit of discernment. Never. God will not trust you with it. Amen. They have a spirit of discernment. They are, the ears are sharp. They can hear what the spirit of God is saying. And because of that, they walk in revelation. Those who have a spirit of unity will always be one step ahead of the devil. They'll always be one step ahead of their circumstance because they can hear the Spirit of God that every time something happens, they can say, my, but I'm prepared for this. How many of you can say that even when this came about, this, this pandemic, that actually you were prepared for it? Why? Because we're a prophetic people. Number five. They experience prophetic blessing. I declare to you today that you're going to be blessed before your time. That this church is going to step into the kind of blessings that makes other churches wake up and say, that's for us as well. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody raise your hand and say prophetic blessings. Hallelujah. Like Enoch who walked and was not. Before his time, he's already experiencing resurrection glory. Number six, they experience supernatural manifestations from God because they are trusted with revelation. Number five, they have eternal reward. And finally, people with a spirit of unity are pleasant to be around. It's good and it's pleasant to be with such people because they build you up. They strengthen you. They equip you. When you speak to them, they're showing you things to come. They're talking about the glories of what God is preparing. Hallelujah. And you live inspired. And you live with revelation from the Spirit of God. Come and lift your hand wherever you are. Father, thank you for the Spirit of unity. The Spirit of unity that's really the Spirit of glory because it's the divine Spirit of your presence. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the church. In the saints we thank you for preparing each and every believer each and everyone watching here today and father today we are one with you in unity and fellowship and glory and i bless you lord for the spirit of unity unity with you unity with your will unity with your purpose unity in the church father that will cause the body to be compacted together and cause the blessing of God to rest on every household. In the name of Jesus, those of you watching from home, those of you in our walk-in services, those of you sitting in your cars, just raise your hand and let the Spirit of glory come on you. Father, we thank you for a move of the glory, a move of unity and life that brings revelation. And the Lord says, yes, I will sharpen you and I will quicken you and I will show you things to come. And you'll know my glory, says the Lord, 
For there I commanded my blessing, even life forevermore, in Jesus' name. We trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.